Yo, 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 Jazz, we ready to go? Let's get it. I want you to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Life of Lips. Let's go. This moment's past you. Grab you a pet in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Don't let this moment was past you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life. What's up? What's up? What up? That's a shout out to Martin Lawrence. Martin. I don't know. Can we get copyrighted for that? I hope not. Anyhow, thank you for pushing that play button on another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire. In the Possibility Studio, powered by Paradigm Shift. And you guessed it, on the ones and twos and sometimes threes, my producer, DJ Jazz. <sighs> Yo, today's episode is called Holding Hands. Holding Hands. You, you, we're going to get there. But you know, in order to jump in, I got to go back into the story. So, I pull up to the 7-Eleven to, to pump some, to get some gas and to, to, uh, to get a Colombian roast on the inside. Don't judge me. My coffee drinkers out there. Don't, why are you getting your coffee from 7-Eleven? Listen, I was on the road. I didn't have any other place. Normally I try to go somewhere local, but 7-Eleven was, was popping that day. Anyhow, I pull up to 7-Eleven and I have to pop them, pump up my gas and I, and I close the, the lock on my, my, my gas cap and I, and I lock my, my car door, I'm walking up to the the, the store, the 7-Eleven. And as I'm walking up to the store, I see this, this lady who's uh, backing into the pump. As she's backing into the pump, somebody else pulls up the backside and tries to get into the same pump section. Now, she's not budging. I tell you what, she is backing into, she's going slow, and she's got that, that back end motion like, Hey, you're going to hit me. I'm going to back up. Either I'm going to hit you, you're going to hit me, or whatever's going to happen. But this is my pump. Like, I am not letting this pump go. Keep in mind, it's in the morning. Everybody's rushing around. Then you got this stalemate, right, at the, at the pump. She's backing in. Finally, the guy concedes. The guy behind her concedes. And then he, he backs up, skirt, peels out in the 7-Eleven parking lot, goes around to the other side because there was a pump on the other side gets out of the car and slams his door and he is yelling. I mean, at the top of his lungs, beep, 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 beep. We don't have the budget to, to bleep those out, so I'm beeping myself. Beep, 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 you beep, 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 beep. He is going in. And this lady, I mean, she had to be about late 20s, early 30s. He's like late 40s, early 50s, like soccer dad type of vibe. And she's just professionally dressed. She's going somewhere. And he is just going in. I mean, he is like, by the time he's like in his peak madness, he's walked over to her car while she's trying to pump her gas. And he's just in her, I mean, face just giving it to her like hands above his 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 head i mean his arms are flailing walks away talking back over his shoulder he walks past the driver's side of the door goes to the back side of the passenger side opens the door pulls out his daughter daughter has to be like six or seven years old grabs her hand he unbuckles her, grabs her hands, slams the door. Boom. They're walking across the 7-Eleven parking lot. I mean, he's still yelling and cussing at this lady while he's holding his daughter's hand. I mean, he is going in. I mean, boop, 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 Goes in the store. Goes in the store. 
And I'm just standing there. I know y'all thinking like, why am I watching all this? It's because I'm nosy, okay? It's because I'm nosy. That's why. I sit there and I watch him go in the in the in the 7-Eleven with his daughter. And I turn over to the lady and I said, Whew, he's having a rough day, huh? And she's like, Yeah. I cut I cut him off about a mile back. And when I cut him off, I was really hoping we weren't going to the same place. But we just happened to both be coming to the 7-Eleven. And then after I cut him off on accident. I take the pump that he was going to take. So I, he's upset. I get it. I'm going to go in the store and hopefully when I come out, he's all talked out and I'll try to resolve it. Anyhow, he, he, she uh, goes in the store and he's coming out and he's still giving her the business. Blah, 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 blah. She goes in the store. He goes to his car, pumps his gas. A daughter comes out with the juice and a donut. He's like holding the daughter's hand, still cussing, opens up the back door, puts his daughter in there, buckles her up. And, and while he's pumping his gas, the other lady comes out of the store and she's just walking in her heels and her skirt, just kind of click clacking across. You know, she's got her coffee and her hand coming back to her car. He sits down in his car after he pumps the gas, shuts the door, wham, slams his door. And she comes over to his car taps on the window now i can't even see what she's saying but his demeanor changes and if i had to imagine what this lady said this is what i would imagine she said sir i could see that you were upset and i just wanted to apologize i cut you off a mile back i didn't see you my apologies i don't know if you saw my wave out of the window i'm sorry I also coincidentally happened to take the same gas pump that you were taking. I am also sorry about that. I hate that I frustrated you and that I got your morning started off uh, to a bad start. But I think no matter how upset you are, that the person that is getting the, the brunt of this argument is not you and it's not me, but it's your daughter in the backseat. Your daughter with juice in her hand and donut in the other, is seeing her dad treat someone else very, very poorly. Even if I deserved it, I think there's a better way to do it. So I want you to have a great day. I'm sorry for any part that I've played in making it not a good day. Um, but I think for the sake of your daughter, I think that we can initiate a better conversation or we can handle this a little bit better. Something along those lines is how I think the conversation went. My mind was blown. She drives off. He drives off. I get in my car and I go, I go to my, my place. Now, why is this important? Why do I believe that this story is important? Because when I'm out in the community and I am behaving a certain way or speaking a certain way, when I'm moving and operating a certain way, I could say that it's only me and the place and me and the people that I'm engaging in the moment, but in actuality, I represent and I'm tied to other people. When I'm out in the community and I'm behaving a certain way, figuratively, I'm holding my wife's hand. When I'm out and I'm behaving a certain way and I'm representing uh, uh, not only myself, but my daughter and my son and my mother and any organization that I'm attached to. I cannot tell you as a black male how many times I've had to stand on stage with a microphone in my hand and represent all black people. I cannot tell you how many times I've been in a room with, with, with women and I've had to represent 
all men. I cannot tell you how many times people have asked my opinion on being a father or a husband or an entrepreneur slash business owner, a speaker, a trainer, a mentor. I cannot tell you how many times I wish that I could just operate on my own as Derek. But we, being communal people, do not have the luxury of operating in silos. We are attached to other people. Our decisions impact others. We see it all the time, especially in children. When they go to school and they act a certain way, and if they act really, really, really well, if they act really, really, really good, we say, ooh, their mom or dad must be doing something great at home. We just assume they have a really good home environment, that it's clean and it's neat and it's nice and it's loving and it's caring. And there's a tree swing in the back and they got a, a picket fence with goldfish and a dog and a cat that gets along, that their, their carpets are clean and their floors are shiny. We just assume that something great is happening at home when we see the behavior of that child. But conversely, when we see the behavior of a child that is not that, that when they're talking back, they don't know how to sit down and be quiet. They don't say yes, sir, no, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. They uh, don't do their work. They fall asleep in class. Their clothes are dirty. We automatically assume other things as well. That means that no one stands alone. No one stands alone. If we get somewhere, it's not because we did it on our own. It's because we did it with the help of others. If we make a mistake, we don't make a mistake on our own. Our mistakes impact others. And so what do I want us to take away from holding hands, this specific specific topic today, holding hands? I think we hold hands with three different groups. One, I think we hold hands uh, with our families. I think we hold hands with our families. Whenever I go somewhere, people identify me all the time as Nia's dad or Ethan's dad, or Takiya's husband, or Gene's son, or that's Tank's boy, or that's uh, Carlos's brother, or that's Acretia's brother. Like, I'm identified not only as Derek, but by the people that I attach myself to. That's one, right? The other, number two, are communities and organizations, right? I l absolutely love it when people say, hey, you're, uh, you're with Paradigm Chef. Or like, hey, you're a, a possibilities partner, aren't you? Or like, hey, you live on the east side. Or hey, you work with Oklahoma City Public Schools. Or hey, hey, hey. I love when people identify me with organizations. Now, So number one, my family. Number two, organizations I think are really important. We have to understand that our actions, both good and bad, we are attached to people. Not only are we attached to people like our family, but people in the organizations. The last thing I think that we should most uh, we should be most concerned with is the hand that we hold with ourselves internally. I think I have to be uh, checked. Derek has to check himself. Derek has to understand that I hold myself to a certain level of integrity, a certain level of honesty, a certain level of respect. I want to make sure that I'm representing me, not only the communities and organizations that I, I attach myself to and not only my family, but that I have a standard to uphold. My therapist, my, my, my therapist asked me a question. He said, would you want to be friends with Derek? I was like, whew, Derek, would you hang out with you? Would you call you? Would you text you? Would you, would you, would you celebrate victories with you? Would you go into business with you? If you say yes, that's good. Write down the areas in which you say yes. But if you say no, what are the areas in, in which you would not partner and be friend 
and do life alongside with yourself? What are those areas? And those are the areas that I want to work on. I want to get better at the areas in which I'm good, but I also want to improve the areas where I, where I don't do so, so well. I want to make sure that I know which areas I'm good and I want to know which areas that need the work and improvement. Because at the end of the day, I don't want people to stop holding hands with me based on my behavior. Ah, that would have broke that man's heart at the gas station if his daughter would have let go of his hand because she was so embarrassed at how her dad was talking and treating that lady, how angry he was. I can't tell you how many times I disassociated myself with people. I was like, ooh, bro, what tip did you leave? Nah, man, we got to go back. Like, <laughs> we got to go back. We got to drop a couple extra dollars. Hey, when we when we walk into a place, hey, hold on, man. We got to treat people better. Because if you do that, I, I can't be associated with you. Sometimes I like to uh, I, like, I like to walk funny when I'm with my wife. And when I when I walk funny, um, like sometimes I like to like switch my hips a little bit. And she will stop walking with me. She was like, nope, she will not hold my hand. Sometimes I like to prance or I like to jump. Or sometimes like I'll lay on the ground and I'll make snow angels like in the middle of the floor. And, the gr- and she will not walk with me. She will let my hand go so quickly. <laughs> and, and while I'm being funny, there are so many people that if you don't uphold the standard of friendship, of respect, of integrity, they will disassociate themselves with you in the same way that I believe that that young girl probably wanted to have done with her father. She, she could have been oblivious to the situation that was happening. It could have been normal for her. That could have been a Tuesday. She's used to her dad yelling. She's used to her dad cussing. She's used to her dad being angry. That could have absolutely been the case. But if it was not, I could see her wanting to pull her hand away. I want you all listening to this episode right now. I want you to be the type of person who people want to hold hands with. Why do people want to hold hands with you? Because you're nice, because you're generous, you're intuitive, you're kind, you're compassionate, you're empathetic. You show up and when you show up, you're present and you stay there. You reply to phone calls and text messages, not because uh, they, they are pressuring you to, but it's because of who you are. And if we show up at our best, most, most authentic versions of ourselves, people will desire to hold our hands and they will not let go. Be the type of people that other people want to hold hands with. Thanks again for listening to another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire, powered by Paradigm Shift, recorded in the Possibility Studios. Signing off until next time. Don't let that small moments pass you. Grab you a pen and a pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list.